When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. All right, we are at number 17 of the 2022 49ers roster countdown. And this player, rookie last year, going into his second year, Talanoa Hufunga. Man, according to 49ers Twitter, he is either amazing or awful. There is no in-between take on Talanoa, unfortunately, uh, as most things go in social media. Uh, They're hot or cold. Uh, Me, I have been pretty much in the red-hot category since he was drafted. Very similar to the 49ers. Um, If you look at... The 49ers have um, a demarcation, a markation that they use on certain players called gold helmet guys, where they fit the culture, they fit the play style, the scheme, and the upside. The 49ers have only drafted two gold helmet players in the past two drafts. One was Trey Lance, the other Talanoa Funga. They believe in him to the fullest. Uh, it's not even close. So what we're going to do today, we're going to go through the background. We're going to go through some college film. Uh, we're going to see uh, the biggest play of the year against the Green Bay Packers as well. Everything that you need to know and why the 49ers basically chose Talanoa over Jaquaski Tart, um, who is beloved by the faithful, myself included. And I hate that. Uh, unfortunately, this is the way that it goes sometimes. Um, but Let's start this conversation off with Kyle Shanahan talking about why he liked Talanoa Hufunga. Hufunga is love him at safety. Hits like a linebacker. Um, you know, it's his mentality is uh, he's an old school badass, as we say. So <laughs> we're, we're excited to get him here. Um, see what he can do on special teams. Hopefully, he can earn a role there first to start. Um, we'll try him at safety. Um, if it's better at linebacker, that'll eventually happen too. But we're excited to get the football player. Old school badass. Man, that is awesome. Um, Hopefully one day somebody will say that about yours truly. (laughs) Um, Now, he's a safety, as you heard Kyle say. Could go to linebacker, but they have decided. Um, He took every single rep with the ones through mini camp, training camp. He's a starter. This dude, very similar to Aaron Banks, very similar to Trey Lance. These rookies who kind of sat and played some that are all the way in. That's not true with Aaron Banks, but it was with Trey Lance. He's jersey number 29, six foot, 200 pounds, going to be 23 years old this year, and is entering into his second season. Played high school ball at Crescent Valley High School in Corvallis, Oregon. Um, don't know how he got out of Oregon State's uh, grasp there. But he was a three-star recruit, chose USC, the Trojans, and was a communications major there. Now, 
his background is interesting. As we jump into this, I'm going to throw up some film here. Um, this is film back um, whenever he was in college at USC, Defensive Player of the Year for the Pac-12 this year. Um, so you'll see him kind of bouncing around all over the place. And if you want to go back and watch all of his college tape, if you want to watch all of his tape from this year, uh, Patreon's a place to be. Patreon.com slash 49ers Rush Podcast. You can, uh, along with just these clips that you're seeing here, my commentary, breaking down every single play. Play, um, you know, footwork, scheme, assignments, all those things that's there over on Patreon. Best way to support the show as well. Uh, plus, you'll get every single offensive defensive snap from the upcoming year broken down weekly on college uh, through the all 22 coaches tape. Now, background. He grew up on a farm, um, very hardworking since he was young. And if you look at his his dad as well, obviously he has, you know, um, what's it called? The Polynesian uh, connection with USC and he even had a quote that he chose USC because it's basically a Polynesian school they've had so many great football players go through there um, and you know it went all the way back to his father his father was raised in the village of Pia I believe I'm pronouncing that correct one of Tonga's largest islands raising cows pigs chickens what's even more interesting than that is his dad's from the exact same village as a former 49er Pita Tomapaneu, if you remember him, right? The defensive edge uh, specialist, I believe he was out of Utah. So very small, tight-knit community. And on top of that, he works with, Talano Hufanga works with in the offseason, guess who? Yeah, perhaps the best, you know, Polynesian player of all time and one of the greatest safeties of all time um, every single year. Yeah, you guessed it. Another USC guy that, uh, Troy Polamalu, that continues to help him out. Also, on top of that, whenever he got drafted by the 49ers, Ronnie Lott reached out to him, um, which is incredible. Ronnie Lott, again, USC guy, tried to reach out to Taladoa, but he didn't have social media. So it was a challenge to get a hold of him, but they finally did. In high school, he was a four-year starter at safety, started as a true freshman, same at quarterback and wide receiver, and he was an all-state basketball player as well. Um, track was great as well, ran a 22.7 in the 200, which is interesting because you know, whenever we get into the metrics that he put up at the combine, he is not a speedster. He's not fast, but he, he maintains a good level of speed. He just doesn't have that top gear, um, but his acceleration's great. Family of football players, brother TJ played linebacker at Oregon State. Uh, cousins Marlon and Thule played defensive line at USC, was named Polynesian High School National Player of the Year, two-time All-State pick in high school. I mean, just all over the place. Now, if you look at what he accomplished in college, good gosh. 2020 Pac-12 Defensive Player of the Year. AP Pac-12 Defensive Player of the Year. All-American first team. I mean, you, whatever accolades you want, this guy had it all. Um, I mean, finalist for the Lot Impact Trophy, semifinalist for the Witten Award. And again, as we mentioned, I think probably one of the most unheralded awards, but most important for us, Gold Helmet Guy. The 49ers love this guy um, so much. And so I, I just think it's, I think it's very important to understand – how highly like you could we're watching the film now if you're watching this with us in youtube he's in and back player there's no doubt about it does he have holes in his game sure but the thing that you have to keep in mind the 49ers believe in this kid they're his biggest fans 
um, whenever he got drafted in his very first press conference for the 49ers, talked about how he wanted to be an all-pro special teamer. It just... He's a coach's dream, man. It, like the mentality, the makeup, the fearlessness on the field. It's exactly what you want. It, the way you design a player, if you could jump inside their hip brain and <laughs> control the levers, you get Talanoa. Um, and so I, I don't know, man. I really, really do love this kid. I think that he's incredible. If you look at his metrics, okay, in the combine which let's be honest this is an issue 4.6440 which is not good it's not awful either he doesn't have top end speed but instincts 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 um three cones 6.96 that's great uh that's like debo shiftiness uh vertical 35 and a half that's great his athletic profile didn't match up with a lot of safeties that were, you know, active in the NFL, which is a concern. That's why he fell to where he was uh, in the fifth round. But the athletic play cop does match Luis Delmas, who's a wide receiver, James Washington, who's a wide receiver for the Cowboys now. Like, there are pro athletes with his physical skills and makeup. Not a lot of safeties, though. And so that's why you heard the comment, well, if he don't work at safety, then we'll move him to linebacker, which the 49ers are notorious for doing with uh, safety converts to linebackers. But I don't think so. I think his instincts are good enough and his playmaking skills are good enough to stay at that safety spot. Uh, my draft write-up on his film, which, again, we're watching now, mean and tough. Uh, it's easy to see. He will be a high-energy player in the NFL, will be good in the locker room. Those two things came across big time. High-volume tackler. We saw that in his first year in the NFL as well. Um, always around the ball. Like One of my favorite things whenever I watch tape of a linebacker or a safety, are they by the ball at the end of the play? And with Talanoa, I kept writing, he has to make contact with the ball carrier every play. Like, you'll see some plays where the ball carrier goes down right before him. He'll still walk up and touch him while he's down on the ground. Like, he has to hit the ball carrier every single freaking play. Like, you can just tell it's it's a very important part of who he is. Um, instincts, unreal. Injuries are an issue. This was the only player that was brought in through free agency or drafted last year in 2021 that had injury concerns. Um, and here we go. Let's go through them. Right collarbone 2018. Right collarbone 2019. Whenever he heard it the second time, they went and installed a steel plate, um, which fixed that, but then dislocated the right shoulder in 2019. Concussion in 2019. Um, so he's got some issues with his right shoulder. There's no doubt about it. The steel plate seems to solve the collarbone issue, but he kept hit with it, dislocated his shoulder. You know, that's quote unquote soft tissue. We'll see if that comes back. Um, but yeah, man, it, it, it's, it's something that the 49ers were able to basically say, all right, cool. And took him in the fifth round. Ball skills are good. Four interceptions in college, four forced fumbles, eight pass defense, um, six and a half career sacks, 16 and a half tackles for loss. Yeah, all over the place. I wrote in my notes, he was Kyle Juszczyk on defense. What do I mean by that? Just a better football player than he is a safety that brings incredible high energy and makes everyone around him better. That's what I felt watching his tape. He was drafted in the fifth round. Pick number 180 overall. So, like, again, this it's a back-end player. It's a day-three player. Now, what did he do for the 49ers? Okay. Um, I'll, I'll pull down this the tape here. 
What did he do for the 49ers this year? Because I think that's what's important. He played in 15 games, had three starts, 32 tackles, two pass breakups, one tackle for loss, one quarterback hit. Okay, cool. Um, you know, what's that mean? All those things. You, let's provide some context and clarity to what those numbers mean. He started taking snaps away from a healthy Jaquaski Tart during week seven. And th- this is important because the 49ers chose him over Tart. And you could have had Tart cheap. I mean, he got like a $2 million a year deal for Philadelphia, like for the Eagles. And I'm happy for him. I hope he balls out. I love Tart. I kind of wish we would have brought him back, but it's also time for the new. Let's see what happens. So they chose Talanoa, the 49ers did, not necessarily me, so don't get mad at me. They chose him over Tart. We'll have to see if that plays out, if it pays off. Um, Now, I will say this, Tart did get his job back during the playoff run. Um, He kind of went in and dominated snaps. Uh, Hufunga would come in on dime packages and help out over the top. That was about it. But if we just look at Tart last year versus Hufunga last year, okay, let's do this. Tart, 56 tackles, Hufunga, 25. Now, Tart had almost twice as many snaps, but pay attention to the ratios. I think that's what's important. Tart, 12 missed tackles. Hufunga, five. If we break down those percentages, Tart had a 13.2 missed tackle percentage to Hufunga, his rookie year, 9.1. He tackles better. Uh, That came across in film in college. He came across in film uh, during his rookie year, tackling at a much higher percentage than Tart was, I think in year seven or eight. I think that matters. Tart, 24 solo stops. Huff, 10. Um, completion percentage allowed 56% completion percentage for Tart 64 for Hufunga. That's one of the areas that I think is going to be underlined and will need to be increased. If Hufunga is going to be that guy in the future, touchdowns allowed two touchdowns allowed by both of them. Uh, one pass breakup for Tart two for Hufunga. If you go into the playoffs, um, four penalties against Tart zero against Huff. Here's my analysis of those numbers. 49ers defense values consistency over playmaking ability. And to be honest, that playmaking ability, I probably delete that from just these two players. But you can see at all three levels of the defense. The reason why Samson Ebukam gets so many snaps, no missed tackles. No missed tackles. No missed assignments. He might not be the most flashy or explosive player or sexiest player out there. He does not make mistakes. Look at Drake Greenlaw getting snaps over Aziz Alshair when they're both healthy. Why? Drake Greenlaw is a better tackler. Drake Greenlaw makes fewer mistakes. Aziz makes more splashy plays. But D'Amico and Kyle Shanahan value consistency over explosives. That is what's so important. And that's why I think they finally chose Huff over Tart. Now, what's he going to do this year? Uh, Well, first, before we do that... We've got to show the biggest play of the entire 2021 season. And I'm just going to play. Here we go. Yeah, wait for him to lift his head and then just charge through him. Man, right there. Get that paw up. Awesome job. They can't find the ball. Look at these guys. They're like John Travolta in Pulp Fiction. I don't know where it's at. Where's the radio system? Everybody's looking for the ball. There it is. There's the ball. And typically, you want to stay away from it because as soon as that ball passes the line of scrimmage, if you touch it, it's a live ball. So if you touch it and the Packers get it, they get a first down. But, man, whenever you are that close, 
you freaking go get the touchdown. Spot play from Talanoa. And again, like you hear it, the double thud, right? And you coach it. If you hear a double thud, it's live look around time. You figure out where this ball is and you can see everybody. Look at everybody's like looking in all different directions. Where's the ball? Where's the ball? Where's the ball? There's the ball. Go get the ball. Go get the ball. <laughs> what a play. The only touchdown from the 49ers all game. And it came. All right, we'll stop it there. But if you enjoy clips like that, guess what? Every single offense and defensive play from the entire last two years and upcoming year, it's available on Patreon. Patreon.com slash 49ers Rush Podcast or just Google 49ers and Patreon. Uh, we're the first link that pops up always. Now, I'm excited for what comes next. But let's be real. It's not a guarantee. There are two positions on the 49ers defense moving into 2022 that are question marks. One is this number two safety spot, which Hufunga's got the first crack at it. There's no doubt in my mind. The other is the slots, the slot corner. Um, Darquez Denard seems to be leading the pack there early. Samuel Womack, when he can he take over? I don't know. But if you can just get adequate play from those two spots, top five defense. Top five defense this year, almost guaranteed. That's how good this unit and personnel and coaching staff is. They have all the tools. If Hufunga can just be average, is he going to make mistakes? Yes. Is he going to get beat deep? Yeah, probably going to happen once or twice. But can he make up for that with this consistent and tackling and making sure getting player getting teams off the field on third down? He's a third down menace that whose awareness is off the charts, instincts off the charts. And that's what I'm excited to see. Love Hufunga, number 17 for us this year. Expect big things. Oh, man, I hope uh, he stays this high for next year's countdown. Did you know? that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks. You can turn $10 into 1000 with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on prize picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great. It, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis, more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So, download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to 100 Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit matchup up to $100 over on prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Number 16 on the 49ers Rush roster countdown. 
let's just be very, very honest and forthcoming. By far one of my favorite players in the 49ers. By far one of my favorite players in the in the 49ers. And the NFL in general. One, I'm a linebacker by heart. Coached linebackers uh, before I was a DC, before I was a head coach. Love linebackers. Played linebacker. Um, a lot of my favorite players in the NFL. Uh, Navarro Bowman, Patrick Willis, right? Like, I love linebackers. And I love Drake Greenlaw. On and off the field, complete player and human that has overcome a ridiculous amount uh, to get to where he is. Um, you know, foster care to, you know, now turning around and using his platform to help other foster kids, which is huge for me. You know, again, you know, we are foster adoptive parents, my wife and I, and like, this is a big deal. This is a big deal. And it's, it's kind of awesome. I'm recording this. Um, you know, my, my son turned 19 years old today, um, our oldest son, which is awesome. And their favorite player a lot of times is Drake Greenlaw, whatever we talk about him like um they love this guy i love this guy so who is he what's his journey um what has it been like for him to get to where he is this year contract year will he be with the 49ers long term that's in question but what isn't in question is what he has accomplished for the 49ers so as we talk why not let's throw up some freaking highlights baby number five seven you see him 57 um he is a tackling machine you could very easily say the best tackling linebacker in the nfl i've said it several times uh in fact i went back and went through all of his uh tackle rates and missed tackle percentages and all those things turns out third best in the nfl over the course of his career uh you could look at dre greenlaw's rookie year finished second in the nfl um with best tackle rates ahead of names like bobby wagner fred warner luke keekley darius leonard all these different guys and they are great great players he tackled better than all of them um, so six foot, 230 pounds. He's 25 years old. Good old number five, seven, um, which man, you look at the 40 hours linebacking core, you know, let's step back from Dre for a second. Aziz is 24. Uh, Dre Greenlaw is 25. Fred Warner's 25. By far the best linebacking core in the NFL. If you're just looking at depth, if you're talking about the three that the 49ers have is better than the three anybody else has. Period, 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 period. It, it doesn't matter. Now, the problem is, you know, Fred's going to be here long term. Aziz, last year of his contract. Greenlaw, last year of his contract. I think they want to keep one. I don't think there's any way they can keep both. It's just as much as I want it to continue with this group, I think it is a misallocation of funds. Um, even though greedily I want to keep these three studs, I just don't see it. And if you look at the 49ers and what they did with undrafted free agents this year, a lot of undrafted free agent linebackers that they are hoping can kind of fill that void after a full year of, you know, grooming on the practice squad. Uh, Jeremiah uh, Gimmel, you got Sagan Olaby, uh, Marciano Ball. Like, there's just a lot of guys that they're hoping somebody pans out there. Now, if we go to what Dre Greenlaw went through, um, since he was eight years old, um, he started bouncing around group homes and shelters all over Arkansas. Um, six years later, so from eight to really 14, he lived in group homes, uh, foster homes, bouncing around. 
And whenever he was 14 years old, he met Brian Early, um, who was the defensive coach at Fayetteville High School, which is where he was playing. Um, Greenlaw was getting treatment one day for an injury he had in practice, um, talking with his coach. And after the coach basically learned of Dre's situation, um, he and his wife, Nancy Early, started spending time with them and kind of, you know, took them under their wing, whatever, and started building this relationship outside of football with Dre Greenlaw. When they were informed that the group home was going to be shut down, um, they invited to invite Dre to live with them and their two younger daughters, AJ and Cameron. And since then, it was family, you know. Um, the quote from Brian um, is this, even though it wasn't legal until July of Greenlaw turning 21, he's always been my son. Uh, he's felt the same way. We're mom and dad to him. It's a special relationship. So, you know, be it 8 to 14 living in a group home, to finally getting brought into you know this these caring empathetic coaches um, home and being adopted into that family just absolutely incredible and very very proud of what he's been able to accomplish now in 2019 his rookie year he had the opportunity um, the my cause my cleats if you remember that year um, he put something out to raise awareness and funding. Um, for foster kids, uh, the Bill Wilson Center, um, and the quote from Dre Greenlaw, I play for foster youth like me, end quote, which is incredible. And it's a huge cause. There's over 400,000 kids in the United States right now in foster care. Um, right now, almost half a million children don't have a permanent place to call home, and we are one of the richest countries in the history of mankind uh, yet we don't take care of our own children, which breaks my freaking heart. And if you've never seen what group homes are like, they're not good. They are very, very bad. Are there some group, good group homes out there? I'm sure there are. But for every one good group home, there are several, several very bad ones. Um, foster care is not a long-term answer for children. They need homes. They need to be cared for. Anyway. Back to Dre Greenlaw on the field and what he was able to accomplish. Um, you know, went to Fayetteville Public Schools and all those things. Um, he won the 7A 2011 state championship for his school. Um, was a super sophomore in 2012. He played cornerback, actually, his sophomore year. Then he transitions to safety before finally getting to linebacker. And, you know, if you look at just kind of what he was able to accomplish at track and field. He was huge in that. He got offered from Georgia, Washington state, um, chose to stay and play in Arkansas. And, you know, he came out as a three-star recruit by rivals, ESPN scout, 24, uh, seven sports, all those. Um, and you know, it, he was a tweener. Is he a safety? Is he a linebacker? What is he? Well, he was able to add weight and maintain, um, kind of really all of his play speed, which he plays very, very quick. So he goes to Arkansas in 2015, played in 13 games as a rookie and started 11 uh, in the SEC, started 11 games as a true freshman, averaged 9.8 tackles in SEC road games, just was all over the freaking place and won so many awards his freshman year. Um, SEC Freshman of the Week twice, the only player in the SEC to win it twice. All-freshman team, 2015. First team all-freshman team for the entire country. Um, SEC Defensive Freshman of the Year, freshman All-American. Uh, he got a lot of recognition and awards that freshman year, 2016 sophomore year, um, started seven games. He had a foot injury against Alabama, missed the final six regular season contest, which kind of 
struggled and kind of you know caused some issues. 2017, stepped in, started 12 games at Will Linebacker, and that's where he was going to stay. Played, racked up over 100 tackles and just was great. Goes into his senior year um, and just picked up right where he left off. Now, if you look at, he just finished, I think, number 11 overall for most tackles ever for a Razorback. Highly productive and just all over the place. Had 159 solo tackles in his career with another 162 assisted tackles. Uh, 13 tackles for loss, four sacks, three interceptions. Uh, I mean... The dude freaking played and was elected a team captain. Now now comes the NFL, right? So he goes in and tests, runs a 4-7-3. Not great uh, 40 for his time. I really think that he plays a lot faster than that. Um, now, do I think he's as fast as Fred or Aziz? I do not. I do not. But he arrives with very, very bad intentions. Three cone 7.2, 33-inch vertical, 24 reps on the bench press. And, you know, one of my favorite things about uh, Drake Greenlaw, as was stated by freaking Kyle Shanahan this year, was, guess what? He has, it's Mike Tyson with the uniform. He shows up, he kills people. That's just what he does. And, if, you know, the way that we got him, oh, this is probably one of my favorite things about this story. Amazing, very clever trade. The 49ers traded their, um, what's it called? They traded Dakota Watson, who was a back-end edge rusher, and a 2019 six-rounder. So Watson in a sixth for a fifth-rounder. They jumped from 212 all the way up to 148, and that's how they got Greenlaw, basically for free. Incredible. Like, I want more trades like that this year. I really hope they trade some of those back-end D-line guys to package picks up and move up. The 49ers got a lot of picks moving forward, um, and so I, I want to see more of that. In 2019, he was named the 49ers Thomas Heroin Memorial Award, um, which was established in 2005 by the York family. Um, basically, what that is is the recipient has taken advantage of every opportunity and turned it into a positive situation uh, in their life. So just talking about overcoming different things, uh, incredible. And Again, in 2019, he got to speak to a, a crowd of 30 Santa Clara foster kids, uh, youth who recently graduated with their high school diploma, GED, or program certificates, things like that. Just talking about how he's overcome, and it's just the beginning because that's the hard thing. You know, uh, a lot of people don't understand. Like, if you are part of the foster program after age five, the percentage of people who will graduate high school or college. It's less than 5% um, because it's just too difficult. It's too much to overcome a lot of times. So whenever you get stories of people like Dre and then spreading that information to other people going through these things, it's a big deal. It's a huge deal. Now, if we look at what he's kind of accomplished, he's played really, really well. Um, 24 starts, 32 games played in his three years with the 49ers. And golly, man, 167 career tackles. And again, just to solidify how good of a tackler he is, he's had 13 missed tackles in his entire career. That's a 5.6 missed tackle percentage. It's third best in the NFL during the time he's been in. 80 solo stops. Um, just incredible. So, like, if you look at just the other linebackers, Fred Warner has an 11.1 missed tackle rate, Aziz 13.8. Not that those are bad. I'm not trying to say those are bad at all. But whenever you look at a 5.6 for Greenlaw, 
it's bananas, man. Uh, now, he did have some injury history. You know, in 2020, um, he got a leg quad bruise, missed two games. That was week two. That was that Jets game uh, where everybody got hurt. Bosa, Solomon, quad bruise here just was bad. He missed two games there. That was it for 2019 and 2020. Those That's the only injury he had those two years. Last year, the groin. Strained his groin in September, missed nine games. Comes back, his very first game back, re-aggravated it. Missed another five games. And then once he finally got cleared, stepped right back into the starting role. Uh, they inserted him over Aziz. Uh, and he started every single game and dominated the snaps until he had a calf strain in the NFC Championship. And that's when Aziz came in in the second half. But I think it's important to talk about when we're looking at who the 49ers like, they they love these guys. Um, Aziz and Dre Greenlaw would be starting linebackers for 30 teams in the NFL. Unfortunately, um, two of those teams, right? You talk about the 49ers. I, I'm not sure another team off the top of my head that has three stud linebackers like this. Somebody's got to be the odd man out. Uh, in today's NFL, the 4-2-5 with two linebackers out there is run over 70% of the time. So that means Aziz or Dre has to sit. And I know a lot of people like Aziz. I love Aziz, but that they prefer him over Greenlaw. The 49ers coaching staff does not. Aziz will be the number three linebacker, but, and this is kind of the difference, is that I think that the 49ers coaching staff loves Greenlaw at the will spot. The Will linebacker spot, weak side linebacker, right? So that, let's just say hypothetically, Fred Warner got hurt. Aziz would take over the mic role. You would keep Dre at the Will spot. And so it's not so much, they have different skill sets, um, and they're a little bit different. Now, you do, I'd be remiss if I did a whole podcast about Dre Greenlaw and didn't talk about him being the CEO of Seattle, baby. Um, You go back to that 2019 Super Bowl run, Two of the most paramount plays of the season were against Seattle, and they were both Dre Greenlaw. The first time we played Seattle at home that year, he got that key interception in overtime and returned it 50-plus yards to beat Seattle. And Chase McLaughlin, the kicker that was stepped in for our injured kicker, just shanked it, (laughs) the 47-yarder that went outside. We ended up losing that game. Then you go to Week 17, in my opinion, the best win in the Kyle Shanahan era. Uh, You lost, I think it was uh, 13 out of 14 games at that point to Seattle. And he goes in and makes that stop. Just boom, ice cold on the goal line. One of the best plays you will ever see uh, in football. And it was just a walk-off tackle as time expired. Incredible. Assured the 49ers the one seed instead of the five. Ah, it was awesome. Um, So, what's going to happen this year? I expect him and Aziz to completely ball out. One of them is going to play themselves out of a contract for the 49ers, sadly. There's a small chance both are gone, which would break my freaking heart. Um, but for Aziz or Greenlaw, this will be the last year with the 49ers. They just cannot sign everybody. There's no way, um, no matter how much I want them to. And most likely, one or both will be gone, and you'll be receiving compensation picks um, the following year for those players leaving. But I love Dre. I fully expect him to be with the ones. Um, you know, with Fred Warner starting Mike. You've got Dre Greenlaw starting Will, and you've got Aziz coming up as the number three or filling in if anybody gets hurt. And, man, that is such a luxury to have in today's NFL. Three amazing linebackers that you can trust and be just fine with those guys out there. 
want to say thank you to uh, good friends, Anthony, Josh, incredible research. Hopefully you love this story about Dre Greenlaw. Uh, it's just so impressive what they did. Uh, so thank you to Anthony and Josh, executive producers of this series. And man, we're just going to keep counting them down. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.